Hey girl, and you are tuned in to She Believe He Could podcast. She Believe He Could is a declaration, period. I mean, we are encouraging women across the nation to believe again. Despite what it looks like, despite how you may feel, listen, those emotions is taken to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like we are declaring something that's more powerful than our own being. We are declaring that we might not can't do it in our own strength, in our own willpower, but we know somebody who can. And so we're taking that to the father. We're laying down all the things that we are in this world. And so I just want to open up and share my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. And yes, your girl is all of those things. Amen. Don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Lord, doesn't it seem unfair? Is it not concerning that I'm the only one doing all the work? Lord, doesn't it bother you that she's just sitting there? Hey girl, welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. She Believe He Could is a declaration. I truly believe that what God is doing through this microphone, it's so much more, right? Like over the weekend, I was able to brain dump. I was able to just be in God's presence and truly just allow him to pour into me out onto the paper and so with this podcast God truly knows what's next right and so I'm just grateful to be the leading vessel of it all I know that you know there's so much more to come with time and in time but in God's eyes it is already unfolding and so I'm appreciative and I'm very grateful for the way that he moves in my life and the way that he gives me messages very subtle in the spirit and then he allows me to be tender hearted when it comes to reading his word and asking questions and going back to him with uncertainty um when things doesn't make sense i go right back to the father and i rest in that place until i feel peace that only he can provide um and so that's where I've been this week. The kiddos went back to school. Work was a little tight this week. And so I could start to feel the hustle and bustle of what the day-to-day could look like, you know, coming from out of the summer, coming from having the kids at home. Now we're back in a routine that looks different, that um, two of my kiddos are actually in a different school this year. And so just juggling all of it right and so when I went into prayer and I was just asking God for his peace his love his comfort his direction his redirection and that he continues to hold my hand I think as a child of God if you don't ask God to hold your hand I want to encourage you to start asking God to hold your hand as the child that you are of his ask him to hold your hand like he's a loving good father like he wants to be there with you he wants to 
comfort you in those ways. And so, yeah, childlike faith, like hold my hand, God, don't let it go. And it holds you accountable for you not to let it go. And that's what I truly love about the symbolism of holding hands because it truly does take two. Um, and so, yeah, so this week I was, you know, asking God to hold my hand just in the newness of schedules and kiddos back in school and things like that. And so I was really thinking about the Martha spirit, right? Like I call it the Martha spirit, but when I refer, when I'm referring to Martha, um, I'm reflecting back in the book of Luke when Jesus went to visit Mary and Martha at their house. And so I think there was a point of my life where I didn't want to be like Martha, right? And I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one that thought like this um, in the beginning or if you're still thinking like this currently. But I only saw the negative in what Martha was doing, right? I didn't really see anything beyond that. And I think it truly was because there in the verse... In Luke chapter 10, verse 41, it says, But the Lord said to her, talking to Martha, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all the details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. In some um, versions of the Bible, it says Mary has chosen better or Basically, Mary is doing right and you're doing wrong and it would not be taken away from her. So I grew up with a sister. We're two years apart. And so anytime we got called out on something, either I was doing something right or my sister was doing something right and I was doing something wrong. Either way, the biggest thing that was rooted from it was comparison and so comparison growing up, as we women know as siblings, it can it can start to brew rivalry. And with that, it becomes a lot of negative emotions, backlash, um, just all kinds of things. Right. And so when reading this um, part of the 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 scripture here i was like okay well martha was so busy cleaning and cooking and trying to make everything perfect for jesus you know in in her welcome welcoming him into their home she obviously did something wrong here and so that's the way i was looking at this and this is how i was look, um, reading it in the scripture and so i wrote down here are you so busy doing things for jesus that you're not spending any time with Jesus. And I was like, you know, I don't ever want to be so consumed with all of the things that I'm not spending time to obtain the things, right? So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say I don't want to push out or put anything into the earth that I haven't spent time on with God first. That means I don't want to announce any meetings i don't want to do any business planning any goal setting anything like that without having gone to the father and having time with him so that he can truly bless it in such a way i think about um when a woman is about to get married and the the future spouse he goes and he asks the father for his blessing for for the man to wed the wife um, the woman rather 
you know, he asked the father for her hand in marriage. And it's just a blessing for the future spouse that, okay, your dad approves, you know. And so that's how I'm looking at what's going on currently around me. You know, I don't want to be so busy with cleaning the kitchen, doing the laundry, um, doing all these things around the house or, or so busy with work that I'm not spending time with the father, that I'm not seeking his face and that I'm not allowing him to comfort me in my time of need. Because if I'm hustling and bustling all around, then I'm getting overwhelmed, which stirs up anxiety from there, which caused me to be very short tempered and snappy. And so, hey, where my mom's at, y'all know how we can be sometimes, especially with the children. Um, when one is pulling you right and the other wants to take you left and you just feel like you just had it, you know? And so reading this, it gives me a first perspective that when he called her name in the midst of her doing, you know, she was cooking, cleaning, you know, she was in the kitchen doing her thing. You could tell Martha had it all together. It's not that she was just, in there doing something that she didn't have no business no she truly was just being a woman you know we we cook and we clean and we like things to look nice but when jesus called her name he said martha martha i mean there was so much comfort in her name when he called it and truly you can hear the correction that he had for her you know there was comfort but there was correction um, and so I love that he did that. It's like Martha, Martha, like it was sincere. It was, um, intimate. It was, it's like, we're friends. We're, you know, we're just not, we're so much more than what I am to others on the outside, but here on the inside, here in the house, you're Martha. And I need you to get this Martha for what I'm about to tell you. I need you to know that it's coming from a place of love. And that is coming from a place of peace. And so he corrected her. He didn't condemn her. He invited her over into the space in the place where he and Mary were rested. He didn't ignore the fact that she was hustling and bustling in the kitchen. So he corrected her. He invited her. And he gave her comfort in that and he was just showing that in symbolism that it doesn't take all of what you're doing in fact in truth you should just be here with me for i have supplied all of your needs and as i was reading more of this scripture and as i was studying more in context about what jesus was really implying the question was, was, you know, starting to stir, like, who are we serving in our serving? You know, we, we, we can go out and we can do this and we can do that and we can do all of the things. But who are we really serving? Because in the midst of that, somehow we done put ourselves on a pedestal and we have uplifted ourselves so high to where we're serving ourselves out of 
doing. We're, we're, we just have to get things accomplished. We just have to do another check off the checklist. And it's, it's just never ending, right? So there's not really a healthy balance to the, to the doing. So in the serving aspect of it, who are you serving in all of the things? Are you truly serving God? Are you truly serving the Father with all of the things that you like to get accomplished and you like to check off on the on the list daily? And so as I was reading more of this in, in the study uh, version of the Bible, it says, Jesus did not blame Martha for being concerned about household chores. He was only asking her to set priorities. Service to Christ can degenerate into mere busy work that is totally devoid of devotion to God. So have you ever been so busy with school, work, kids, home life, side hustles, whatever that looks like? Have you ever been so busy to where you looked up and you realized you have not opened your Bible you have not had any quiet time with the Lord. You have not had any moments to just sit in his presence in prayer, in peace. In, in, and it doesn't even have to even be in peace. You, you haven't even had a moment to go to him in your problems, in pain. Um, you haven't went to him for promise. You've just been doing and going in the world that you haven't even stopped to to realize that you haven't spent any time with God and all of the things that you're doing. And so in the midst of me brain dumping and goal setting over this weekend, I truly took everything back to the Father because one of my little um, insights is that I don't fear of dying and going and not going to heaven. I fear that I fear of dying full. So I, in prayer, I ask God that, you know, each day that I have breath in my lungs to go out and to live for the glory of God, that I want to empty a part of me everywhere I go. So it's like I want to do all of the things in the earth so that way when I leave here, I'm dying empty and there's nothing left for, you know, for the world to have because I've given it all. And so having that, that, that mindset that it's not, it's not an issue to have the Martha spirit, but your timing and your priorities have to be in order, you know? And so I just want to encourage you, girl, that it's okay to be like Martha. If you're made like Martha, if you're a to-do lister, if you like to set goals, if you have to have um, a full schedule for the week, kudos to you. But all Jesus is doing is saying that I love you and that I want to spend time with you as well. I, I want to have a piece of you this week, today, this moment. This, this this hour, you know, whatever that looks like. And so this week, I just want to encourage you to find that time. Whatever that looks like, 
you know, find that time, find that place of rest, um, dwell there, truly stay there until you're ready to come out. Um, as we, I know for me, as the school year picks up and as the kids get busy, I get busy. But with everything, there's nothing more that I want than God. So I want to encourage you this week to find the time to prioritize the Father. You know, whether that's early mornings, late nights, lunch hours, midday breaks, whatever that looks like. Find that devotion. God truly wants that from us. He needs that from us. Um, but more than anything, it's it, it should be above all, you know. So this week I declare that we seek devotion. We seek devotion, that we lay down all of our to-do lists, that we um, put away the busy schedules and the timely things that just keeps us swamped. Most days, like I declare that we we find that Martha in our spirit and we allow her to be corrected. We allow her to be comforted. We allow her to be loved in such a way that we choose better. We choose better. So until next time, girlfriend, holla.